Welcome to Work is Good, the CSM podcast. My name is Landon Buto, and I host the show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. So today's episode is our real estate and mortgage market update. We're going to try to keep doing these every other week, alternating every other Tuesday here. And on the in-between Tuesdays, we'll keep going with our mortgage question of the week and just plug away at one simple mortgage principle that we think is relevant for everyone to understand uh, without getting too deep in the weeds. So this week is our mortgage market update, and please enjoy today's conversation. And remember that if you want to work with CSM to help you get a mortgage, go to clevelandstreet.com. Okay, Dad, we are back. It is Wednesday, March 29th. And uh, just today, I got this question, and I've gotten it a little bit recently. Uh, so for our, our our market update, I wanted to just get a sense from you of where rates are going in the next year. Um, you, do we expect them to go back down? What are we expecting with, with rates in the next year? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, it's a great time to have this question because I, I think the events of this last, this first quarter, of 2023 really illustrate well why we always have such a hard time answering this question. Okay, because you'll see the whole market thinks, you know, by early January rates were starting to tease in the fives, right? We were starting to tease in the high fives and we're thinking, oh wow, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's turning around thing and the Fed's starting to talk about easing off. You know, and then the February jobs report comes out and it surprises the market, right? It's a big surprise to the market. It's much stronger than what was expected and then rates pop up right sharply you know and 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 the point there is is that you know when people say should i lock you know th- this is obviously when that question becomes most urgent you know yeah. when people they get into contract to buy or they're going to do a refinance and should i lock today should i wait a week or two you know it's going to take two weeks three weeks to close this loan should i wait and my answer is always lock today mm-hmm. you know you, you know the best time to lock is now because this is the only rate you know about mm-hmm. and and you know i I've said this before, I'm a believer in the efficient market theory, which is that the market is always processing 100% of what it knows in the current price. Mm-hmm. And by definition, by definition, only unknown things will change that. Things that aren't knowable right, right. now will change that. And so, so we saw February, this big jobs report came, nobody was expecting and not many people were expecting that, and all of a sudden rates pop up. Yeah. And so then we're all back in this like, well, that, that feels pretty systemic. It's jobs. And then we got another month's reports jobs and still pretty solid. Some inflation readings come in. They're not as optimistic as we'd hoped. And so everybody's then, you know, we're, we're, we're a month later and now we're thinking, oh, you know, rates are going up again and we're not really looking at it. And then the Silicon Valley Bank fails. Yeah. You know? And then boom, that, that unsettles the market. And when the market gets unsettled, people fly to safety. And safety is, tends to be things like treasury bonds or mortgage-backed securities. Mm-hmm. And when people invest in mortgage-backed securities, rates go down. Yeah. So then we started flirting with the low sixes again. Yeah. You know, and now we're kind of back easing up because people are digesting that, okay, it looks like the Fed got ahead of that curve and you know, we're not yeah. going to see massive bank failures. And, and so, you know, so right now, you know, rates are right about the mid-sixes. Um, I, I think the market is you know, back to some kind of an equilibrium where, where you know, the Fed did in their last meeting suggest that. They changed their wording a little bit. They suggested that they may be able to, you know, to back off a little bit on the, on the increasing of interest rates into the future. I think that gave the market some pause. 
But I think it's just as ephemeral as what they said two months ago. Right. Yeah. You know, so think things could change with new unknown events that happen in the future. But I do think it's significant that the Fed said that. You know, yeah. That means that they're seeing data. They're not just looking at oh the Silicon Valley Bank failed and now we're we're toast. You know, and so right. now we have to, you know, now we have to let you know we're, we have to let interest rates go down again. I think they looked at that and they looked at what they're doing with inflation and I think they feel like you know things are coming under control a bit or we feel like we're getting ahead of that inflation curve and maybe we can see the point in which we'll be done increasing rates. So so my, my general sense, and, and, and I'll add one more thing to this, you know, my general sense is that yes, rates are coming down. One of the most objective ways that you can see what the market expects is looking at rate sheets. Normally, if you want to pay points to buy the rate down, when rates are low, Banks will charge you, you know, and you know, banks will charge you a lot of money to buy the rate down because they know that that low rate, if you buy it even further down, you're going to be in that loan for a long time. It's not likely that rates are going to go even below that low rate that you have right now that you bought down even further, so that you'll refinance out of that rate. So you're going to have that low rate for a very long time. So if banks, if you ask the bank, say, look, what if I pay you extra money up front in points? Mm-hmm. to buy the rate lower on a permanent basis, they're going to charge you a lot of money to do that because they need to make up for that lower interest rate. They need to make sure they make up for that because mm-hmm. you're going to be in that low rate for a long time for them. Right. But when rates are high, the opposite happens. You know, and, and so banks will say, look, you know, I'm more than happy to let you buy the rate down from 6.5 to 6.125 because we think that in less than a year or so, the rates are going to be back down in the fives again, and you're going to refinance anyway. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. pay me extra money now, and and take a lower rate because you're not going to be in that loan that right. long. And and I did the math with a client I had yesterday. We you know, and I was kind of surprised, but I was I I just told them that that was the fact. But I was surprised when I did the math on a break-even. You know, we we looked at buying the rate down from like seven to six, and. It, didn't cost a lot at all. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the amount that it cost to buy down the rate a full point didn't cost much at all. Mm-hmm. And the break-even point was 1.67 years. You know, so basically the bank is saying that you pay us enough money right now that within, if you still have that loan in a year and a half, a little over a year and a half, uh-huh. we're gonna lose money. Mm-hmm. So the bank clearly expects rates to go down and people not to be in those loans that long. Yeah. And they're gonna be refinancing out. So they'll take your extra money right now up yeah. front. Um, the normal break-even is closer to five years, you know, right. where the bank will charge you discount mm-hmm. points and break-even in five years. So yeah, I, th- I think the market thinks rates are coming down. I, I think in general they have kind of, you know, they, they started to nick sevens earlier, you know, and, and we've obviously seen it come down from that. So, so I think the general trend is good. Yeah. Um, yep. But, you know, on any 30-day thir- period it could, could be any. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's... Uh uh, I always hedge big time for multiple reasons. One, because I'm new and yeah. and have plenty of reason to hedge for that alone. And then um, two, because I always hear you say that uh, no one really knows. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to hear like the reasoning behind it, though, and and how how you look at what what lenders are doing to to figure out what they think as well right um yeah because it is 
so like even just thinking about what determines mortgage rates and it's all it's still to me so complicated um it will never not be yeah yeah no yeah. amount of experience yeah there's so much so many factors yeah you know i mean it's it's the world right politics it's yeah. economics yeah it's military it, you know it's there are so many things that can sharply affect interest rates that it's just not, yeah. it's really not possible to ever say, okay, we've got it all figured out. You yeah. Know? So. Yep. Well, I do feel like um, that was helpful, though. I got, a, I got a little bit more of a sense of kind of why, like I've known, you know, yes, we generally expect and it seems like most people expect in the next year things going down. But it's helpful to break down the events that have yeah. that have gone into that. Yeah. Go right. Cool. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening to Work Is Good. If you enjoyed it, share it with someone else, leave a review, and listen next week.